With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This is Two Girls, One Ghost. Two Girls, One Ghost. And we are your ghostesses. That is Corinne. Hi. And I am Sabrina. And I have a really quick ghost story for you. Another one? Well, it's because two minutes before we started recording, Jill from HR, yeah. who I previously lived with, she tried to FaceTime me and I was like, I'm about to record. She was like, ghost stories. So oh. I called her. So she's in Colorado right now for a wedding and her and her parents are staying at Hotel Boulderado. And they're like, this is a super haunted hotel. She texted me days ago and she was like, supposedly this is haunted. My parents are on the most haunted floor and I'm staying also in the most haunted side of the hotel. Oh my gosh. I haven't looked it up, so I don't know what the actual hauntings are. Okay. The whole family FaceTimed me and they were like shaken up. Oh no. Her mom was like, if I didn't experience it, I would not believe it. And she looked so nervous. Basically, what happened was they were trying to use their key to get into their room and it kept going green. So it meant like the door was unlocked. Mm-hmm. But once they like pulled the handle down and put their a little bit of weight behind the door, it wouldn't open. And they tried it six times, like throwing their weight. And then finally, it just straight up opened, but opened in a way that they said it just flew, like as if someone had been holding it back the whole time and then suddenly just like let go and let them fly into the room. Oh, and so they called the maintenance up to look at it. And I don't think maintenance found anything off with the door. It really just seems like a spirit was holding the door uh, shut. And then when it felt like it, let them fall through the door. Curious. They should ask the maintenance if they've had this happen before. I know. I told them that their homework mm-hmm. is to collect all of the ghost stories while they're there. Yes. Although that's probably tough for them staying there because then it's all in their mind. And if they've already experienced anything, they should do it at checkout. I know. True. Yeah. I think they'll leave soon. But okay. when she FaceTimed me and she was telling me and it was it was her and her mom there and I was like, is your dad with you? Is that Jim in the background standing in the doorway or is that – am I witnessing a spirit right now? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like far in the distance and then it came out and he was like, we just saw ghosts basically. <laughs> oh, my God. It's – terrifying at least they're all together and they're not alone because that's that's when it gets even more scary yeah so if anyone has stayed at hotel boulderado let us know it's in boulder colorado if you couldn't couldn't (laughs) figure that out i'm very curious now (sighs) well you should tell jill from hr not to listen to our podcast while she's there because we are about to share with all of you all of the crazy, terrifying, weird things that have happened to you, our listeners, while listening to our podcast. Yes. We call ourselves the most haunted podcast in America for a reason. For a reason. And that wasn't really because we had hoped for it. It just sort of happened. In oh, fact, I don't think we hoped for it at all. We did not hope for it at all. It has caused us many technical issues. Yeah. It's probably made us lose a few listeners. Probably. It is kind of bewildering how many experiences people have had. 
And we have emails. We also have multiple Facebook posts about it, like with hundreds of comments. It is, and and I feel like the one common thing that people say is that it does not happen with any other podcast they listen to. Yes, right. I think that's the key element there is that it's not just a technical glitch because technology glitches happen. It's something that only happens consistently when listening to Two Girls, One Ghost. It doesn't matter what platform people are listening on, what sort of device they're listening on. I mean, that one guy emailed us and was like, I found your podcast because my car, when turned off, started playing your podcast. Which he had never listened to or heard of ever before. Right. Things just happen. And we're sorry we have no control I know. over it. We don't. It is funny, though, because those experiences, I'm like, yeah, go do it. Because that's like great, getting us more listeners. But then there are some other stories where I'm like, ghost, what are you doing? Or we're just making the ghosts in your lives more active. And we do apologize for that. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's the thing is like, is it our ghost or are we just awakening the others? It's a ghost awakening. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we are witches. We're awakening the the spirit. Fun. I feel like something has happened in me. I mentioned it earlier when I was like, I think I'm going to have a spiritual awakening many months ago. Mm-hmm. But I've just had this crazy, crazy urge to just be with the land more and to learn herbs and medicine and use plants. And I've never really had this strong interest before. And it's like, you should. It's full on. Like, I think I've joked about it before, but now I'm just like obsessed with the idea. Okay, wait, do it. I actually have this cool book that I can send you. And it's all about plants and like their medicinal properties and like different ways to like use them. Please do. And everyone should send me their recommendations. I just bought one book to learn a bit about how to make like tinctures and teas and stuff and what things help what. But I'm mm-hmm. getting really into it. I feel like I'm going to be in this big plant healing journey. Wow. I love that. I love that for Maybe you. I'm a green witch. Okay. We just have to discover what witch you are now. I, yeah, I'm a spooky witch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Um, Do you want to go first as the resident spooky witch of the Sure, group? I can. <laughs> okay, this is from our listener, Athena, and it is called Cursed Podcast, or maybe I'm just paranoid. Hello, girls. My name is Athena, and I live in Washington State. I listen to your podcast nearly every day, and I'm currently working my way through each episode. While it always does a fantastic job of leaving me sufficiently spooked in the fun ghost stories around the fireway, today it truly scared me in a different way. This isn't a full-on ghost story or anything. It's just a little coincidence that I'm not so sure could be a coincidence at all, or maybe I'm just paranoid. I believe I was listening to episode 125, and I was doing my makeup in the half bath we have on the main floor of our townhouse. I usually listen while I get ready or do chores, so nothing out of the ordinary there, just painting on some eyeliner and enjoying a story. It was stormy outside, but we are near the city center, so we nearly never have electrical issues. I don't remember who said it, but someone said, and the lights flickered, or something along those lines. And I shit you not, at that exact moment, the lights in my entire main floor flickered. The bathroom lights (laughs) made an audible clicking sound, I paused, brush still on my face, and looked at myself in the mirror with a, did that really happen, sort of shock. I'd like to chalk it up to the wind as a rational cause, but the timing was impeccable. I don't think I'm very sensitive to the paranormal, aside from the clearly haunted house I lived in as a child, 
The kind of place with the something is following me, I can feel it sort of vibes. Occasionally, I'd hear heavy work boots walking around the old wood floor in the hallway outside of my room in the middle of the night. But my dad always said it was just the old house settling or the pipes creaking. Yeah, sure, Jan. Anyway, I appreciate your work with the podcast. It has made my quarantine 1000% better. I was crushed when I caught up with the last podcast on the left because I never could find anyone with that sort of friendship chemistry until y'all. Say hello to Leia for me and see you on the other side, Athena. I like the idea that the spirits that are listening are like, let's make this an interactive experience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is my cue. Let me flicker the lights, like just Mm -hmm. listening intently, being like, what can I do that mimics exactly what's being told? Yeah, it's like one little like it's a subtle like we're here little action. Exactly. It reminds me of like a campfire tale where you like turn the flashlight on underneath your chin Mm -hmm. to make it a little scary, a little more intense. Okay, well, I don't want to ruin anything for you because Corinne and I are in a book club with some of our friends that we just started and we're reading a book called The Spirits Club, I think. No, I will tell you. The Paranormal Supper Club or something like that? The Kindred Spirits Supper Club. Okay, so I had something. I had something right. But it's a long title. I don't want to give anything away. But basically, in the book, they talk about how spirits have to, if they exert a lot of energy to do things or do something physical in this realm, they then like poof for a little while and they can't really control themselves or their energy. And that's just like the theory that's in the book. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting because like a switch of a light flick is probably a very low energy required act. Whereas like, you know, pushing someone or maneuvering objects is probably a lot more energy required. So it's just like a small little doot doot. Hi, we're here. A little doot doot. I'm like, I like the idea that the spirits will disappear after, but I also want them to, I don't want them to have to just fully recharge somewhere. I want them to do whatever they want so long as it's kind and nice and doesn't bother me. Yeah. But at the same time, I like the idea that someone cares so much about giving this little like jolt of excitement or spookiness to the tail that this spirit, whoever this is, is like, you know what? I'm just going to take it. It's like taking a shot collar <laughs> to get out of the fence. Just do it and then disappear Go for a little it. But It's so worth it. I hope that I'm that ghost one day where I'm just like walking around and someone's like, and then the lights flickered and I go, ha ha. And I <laughs> look at the lights and make everyone scream. That I hope doesn't happen to me. I hope you don't <laughs> do that to me. <laughs> I would only but then okay then I'll I'll leave behind I don't know what else, what can I leave behind like a quarter or something a quarter actually you know what type of witch I think you are Sabrina I think you're the one that will never die I truly feel I'm like I'm already that's... dead what are you talking about <laughs> no, but like I can see myself dying at like a normal age like maybe I like go at 90 or something but I can see you being fully upright and functioning with like the most beautiful long gray silvery white hair and you're like 109 and people are like what's your secret and you're one of the ones that's like not men <laughs> like, oh like, my gosh you become one of the and you have all your cats and you're oh, just, i'm gonna have so many cats you just yeah you're just like the key to happiness is probably more cats and more in time with your female friends yeah but then at 109 and all my female friends are dead nick's gonna be next to you like 110 like what <laughs> what are you talking about Oh, my God. I don't know that I want to live that long. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you'll be a vampire. Maybe you'll go down to. New I Orleans would love to be a vampire. And you'll convert over. See, I think my obsession with aliens has faded ever since listening to that video, and my obsession with mm. vampires has kind of um, made taking its place, taken root in my within me. Wow. And I think it'd be fun to be a vampire. I mean, aside from the fact that I'm a vegetarian, so I don't know what I would eat. Uh, artificial blood? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. like in true blood, do they make that? Like, what do you actually need from the blood? Is it just iron? You can – supplements. supplements. <laughs> just eating tons of spinach? Mm-hmm. That's the type of vampire I am? Hmm. Yeah. I think it would be really fun to be a vampire for a while. Like, you could just do – well, I feel like it's a catch-22 because unless someone – some big vampire family is like funding your life you're still gonna need a job yeah that's true you can't just like i mean i guess you could and then you'd have to move around all the time because you never age and people are gonna start getting suspicious and it's like how much botox can you say you're getting right and also it would be so great to like sit and just be able to like read a million books but then with the assumption that vampires never die like what do you start to do to entertain yourself do you, i just feel like when people get older they get into more of a routine and a rhythm and mm-hmm. is that true with vampires at their human mm-hmm. age of like I don't know, 70, are they doing their routine and they just never stop doing their routine for like 500 yeah. years? Well, I don't know, actually. That's a good question. It's a long time. Okay, well, here's a question for you. Okay. Did our f- ghost break Katie's phone? This is from I have a feeling Katie. the answer is probably yes. Probably yes. Hello, spook goddesses. I found you guys right after the shutdown and have loved listening to every minute of your fantastic show. I am a hopeful skeptic when it comes to the paranormal. I love all spooky things. All the podcasts I listen to and shows that I watch are generally spooky based, but I've never experienced anything paranormal until yesterday, maybe. I was catching up and listening to your listeners episode 115. I always listen while I drive and was doing just that yesterday. It was in the middle of your episode when talking about the listener who believed that she was cursed before she was born, and I heard this weird noise, and then my phone turned off. Not only did it turn off, but when it got back on, it no longer had cellular service. What? I got some warning from Apple that there was an error with the cellular update, and long story short, and many appointments made with the Geek Squad later, the internal cellular antenna died. My phone is really new and it hasn't been dropped. And my Geek Squad savior said that it's very rare without a drop or incident for the antenna to just die. So did your ghost cause this weird noise and then kill my phone? <laughs> Maybe the ghost was mad at me that I wasn't up to date and current on my listening. But since getting it fixed, I've gone back and I've listened to that same episode, and there was no weird noise. Maybe I'm just unlucky, or maybe your ghost was coming for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks for all the spooks each week, Katie. Okay, here's a theory. Mm-hmm. This is just giving our ghost the benefit of the doubt. What if our ghost sensed that there was something in Katie's home? Something dark or something like, I don't know, something not cool. And so our ghost tried to interfere with the playing of the podcast, but by accident hit the antenna, and just broke the phone. That's possible. You're reminding me of all those incidents where people have experienced something paranormal that has made them pause and spend a few more moments. And like, had they not, they would have been the ones that were in that car accident. Yeah. Or like this or that. And maybe it was this needed distraction. Maybe they needed to break the phone to delay her enough or send her somewhere else. Away from where yeah. she – Maybe this was like a guardian spirit. Maybe it wasn't even our – I mean, I'll claim it as ours. But. <laughs> I feel like all ghosts are ours now based on <laughs> – We're all based one on nothing. big happy family. Yeah. 
we're all spirits. Just some of us have flesh bodies and some of us don't. And sometimes my flesh body is invisible, so. (laughs) Maybe, maybe that is your witch power. Maybe sometimes you truly become invisible. Like you dissipate for a second. Okay. It's funny though, because it's like the times when I need something that I become invisible. (laughs) That feels the antithesis of what I need. It's interesting. Someone, because I was combing through a bunch of the posts on our Facebook group and someone had posted like, she got in like a really bad accident on a freeway, like where a truck T-boned her car basically. And ever since then, she feels like whenever she's in a car, she's almost invisible, like the same way that I feel, mm-hmm. where like cars just like don't see her or she's like, you know, people cut her off really quickly. And I was like, maybe hearing about it spreads it. It's like a virus, the invisible virus. The invisible virus. This is like the classic seven days, like the ring, watch this tape and it will be you. And then we all become invisible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Katie's phone, but we're not reimbursing her for that charge. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. I just had to replace my phone too, but that's because (laughs) of my own fault. I mean, we had – I was recently going through some of our old episodes and it is unbelievable how many we have where we have that awful clicking noise or like I have to switch mics halfway through because we had like a year of being cursed with our equipment. And we literally purchased equipment that in one article said it was like basically like ghost proof. And that's exactly what we needed. Yeah. It doesn't mean it won't capture anything. I think it just means like it's less easily manipulated. Yeah, we had episodes where we recorded them multiple times or times where we had listened back and it was just completely It was warped. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll I'll save it for later. Oh, okay. It's one of the posts from Facebook, which I which I saved it. It's for it's in my it's one of the things I'll read. Okay. I was like later as in like two minutes from now because I think I I, hear it. Oh yeah, I do have it. Eek! Okay. Well, I cannot wait to hear it. All right, just read us read us the email. I must know now. Okay, so I basically, for two of my stories, have taken multiple posts from our Facebook discussion of things that have happened to people while listening. So I will read a few of them now, and I'll read a few more later. Okay, so I'll read the one that I wanted to tell you about just moments ago. Okay. This is from Jane, and she said, Oh my God, so I thought I already emailed this, but I may have not. So the night that my man proposed, I was driving back to the house and listening to you guys, and I honestly forget what episode it was, but Sabrina was talking normally, and all of a sudden, Corinne was talking backwards. <gasps> Later <laughs> that night, my man popped the question, and I'm convinced that the spirits around me were trying to get my attention to let me know something was about to happen. Oh. But you were talking backwards. That's so creepy. I it's hate that. so creepy. And so unsettling. Yeah. It just feels like demonic. But I guess maybe it was a distraction. Maybe he like had the ring out or something or he was about to be seen. I think she was in her car. I I don't know. Or maybe if she listened closely to what you were saying backwards, it actually said something about being proposed to. A secret coded message. (gasps) Are we like the – is it the Rolling Stones that people like said if you play it backwards? There's a few different bands where – yeah, if you play certain songs backwards, there's like weird messages or like a rumor like someone's getting murdered in the recording studio and you hear their screams or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Spy Kids. You know how the villain turns all of those people into these like creatures for his television show? And yes. they're all talking. But if you record it, if you play it backwards, they're like, help us, help save us. us. Yes. 
You see, you're calling for help. You're like, help me, save me from Sabrina. <laughs> I Apparently so. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, next one. This is from Caitlin. She says, ooh, girl, let me tell you. When I first listened to this podcast in 2017, I was constantly listening at home, work, in the car, you name it. Well, our dog started staring and barking at my room. Lights would turn on in my room while no one was home, and we knew for a fact that we turned them off. And then I started feeling like someone was in there with me. And one night, I was dreaming about a person talking with me. And in my dream, they touched my face. But I actually felt it. It was freezing. And when I looked around, and I shit you not, there was an indent in my bed. I saged extra and bought protective crystals after that because it did not feel friendly. My roommates made me stop listening in that apartment after that. <laughs> See, I knew we were going to lose listeners. <laughs> Ghost, bring them back. Just start playing the podcast for them, please. Come on. But it is so creepy that she, like, it's weird how our brains process things. That, you know, you think it's a dream. But for her to actually physically feel the cold hand and, like, wake up and then see an indent in her bed. Right. Ugh. Yeah, and it does make me wonder, like, is this something that comes with the podcast? Are we truly the most haunted podcast? Or are people just opening up more? Are they thinking about the different ways they could experience the paranormal and thinking about the paranormal maybe in a less fearful manner based on some of the stories we read? And it just unconsciously they open themselves up more and are suddenly experiencing what was always there. But – they weren't sensitive to it. I think that's fair, but I also think many of our listeners probably listen to so many other paranormal podcasts. That's true. And if these experiences aren't happening then, why is it just ours? Because, I mean, and maybe there are a select few or there are a few people who are listening to multiple things and it's not just our podcast causing hauntings around them, but for like our podcast to physically be messed with and all of that, like that does feel personal to us. Yeah. Our podcast really brings interesting things out in spirits. I know. They're breaking people's phones. They're haunting you. They're exposing themselves to us in photographs. <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I do <laughs> feel like. crazy. They be acting crazy. Right they do be like that. The other thing that I was thinking of, remember in the beginning when we were having all of our terrible technical difficulties, we we're like, we've been hexed. There is a curse mm -hmm. on our podcast. We felt like there was something trying to impede with our success. So what if this is still that? Oh. And there's this like dark thing following us and it's trying to mess with our podcast and like scare our listeners to prevent them from listening so that but we- But it's backfiring. <laughs> you guys are still here. Yeah. I, I mean, it definitely is giving us a reputation, I think. That's true. Interesting, huh? Okay, I have two more. This is from Samantha, and she said, When I was listening to the episode where the girls told my listener story, and they started recapping about my ghost, my ghost that I talked about got pissed off and started <laughs> thumping around upstairs after running at me and scaring my kid. <gasps> what? I've also had the podcast skip like a record player on some very creepy moments. Oh my gosh, the ghost throws a tantrum. It's the, like you're in middle school and you find out your friend is talking behind yeah. you back and you're like, what? <laughs> you're just blind with rage and emotion. Oh my God. I We need to go back and see what ghost she's talking about and what the ghost usually does. Oh my gosh, I know. The ghost charging at her and her and scaring like her and her kid makes me think maybe she couldn't hear what it was saying, but that it's like, you know, trying to have confrontation. Yeah. Like, I heard what you said. How dare you, blah, blah, blah. And then like runs off. 
stomps oh away, slams the door. How dare you talk about me behind my back? Wow. Okay, oh well, don't be so scary then. Maybe she wouldn't have a reason to email a ghost podcast about you. Yeah. I mean, this is reminding me a bit of when we were sent that listener story from the person who has those two haunted dolls and they like <gasps> listening to us. Oh, my God. Yes. It's like, if you just behave, you'll get positive PR. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just be nice. We'll talk nicely about you. Behave's a weird word because it's like, what does it mean to behave? I think this is a conversation that everybody needs to have with the spirits in their home and you need to set your own <laughs> boundaries and expectations. Follow the rules and you will live happily here. Right. Or I guess live in death happily here. Okay, the last one I have is from Ashley and this is just kind of reiterating what we've talked about. Sometimes my phone will start playing TGOG all on its own, even after I know I have exited Spotify and closed out of all of my apps. I guess my ghost supports the podcast. (laughs) They're like, ah, I just feel like relaxing and unwinding. Let me hear some tales of my fellow ghosts, my colleagues out there. Yeah, my colleagues. (laughs) Oh, it is funny, though, because I feel like ghosts, ghosts are just us in like in energy form. So it's like, there are good, there are bad, there are spooky, there are right, it's just sad. There's just, yeah. And people react differently to different scenarios. So sometimes people are unpredictable and your spirits are unpredictable. Yeah. You never really know what's going to be thrown at you. <laughs> maybe you'll have a calm, cool, and collect. Maybe you'll be one of those lucky people that, that have those spirits that like help their kids with homework and like fold their laundry and stuff. Or maybe you'll be one of those people who gets me as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming in the mirror behind them. They're like brushing their teeth. <laughs> well, okay. What's like, okay. What, it's one of those things where like I love pulling pranks and scaring people. So like I 100% think I will do that in the afterlife. But what's like a fun thing I can do afterwards to make them feel better? Mm. Start playing know, like TGOG. <laughs> like it's yeah, just me. I'll play idea. this episode so they know it's me. I'm going to go and I'm going to rescue everybody's house plants. They're going to be like, why was my plant moved from this corner to the other? Well, because you weren't giving it enough sunlight and I've watered it too. <gasps> wow. That's very helpful. Should I ice people guys. as it goes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ultimate yes. ice. Oh my gosh. And then Smirnoff is like, we don't know why we're being constantly robbed. It, nothing's caught on CCTV footage. Like, it's just disappearing. Just like six packs of ice. And just floating through the store. Yeah. You gain more power. And then one day, every single person in the world is iced at the same <gasps> time. Wow. And everyone's like, is this the apocalypse? And they're like, no, it's, it's Sabrina. Sabrina. <laughs> it's the ice queen. Oh, my God. If I die before Nick, I will ice him. Good. I hope you do. From the other side. Okay. I have one. This is from Vargas. They said, I'm adding a home video I took just now for you girls to see only because my girls were watching Spongebob after school. I was cooking and hearing your podcast just now. The most recent one encounters 97 and I have my headphones on so the girls don't get scared. But they have watched three episodes already of the cartoon when it started singing the Spongebob theme song in a disembodied creepy voice. Now, if I don't sound scared, it's because I didn't want my girls to be scared. Even my little one chuckled. But yes, your podcast is haunted, lol. This is the second time I've had an electronic glitch besides my phone not working sometimes when I play your podcast. Oh my god, I need to okay, watch. So I'm going to Yes, I'm going to play the beginning. It's it's a longer video cuz it's she does like a comparison of of it later like she restarts it and it's normal. But you ready? Let me turn up the volume. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, oh my god, it's terrifying. SpongeBob SquarePants. It's yeah, it's very creepy. Oh, that's horrifying. Isn't it? It's kind of like what I imagine I would freak out. Like it, it's kind of like you talking backwards. It's like the same idea of just like yeah. warping audio. That's so weird. I wonder what we were talking about in the episode that Oh yeah. I don't know. All these spirits are reacting. I also do wonder if like there's something where like when our podcast plays, all the ghosts come, you know, like our podcast brings all the ghosts to the yard. <laughs> And then they just there's just so many of them that like the energy has to go somewhere so it like messes with things around people. Right. Yeah, maybe they're not intentionally doing anything. They're just sitting there nicely, like sitting in the kitchen while you're dilly-dallying around listening and they're just politely listening too. It's just they're they can't control where their energy's thrown. Wait, I just got an idea. Should we make a shirt that says our podcast brings all the ghosts to the yard and it's like little yes. ghosts on the boobs? One thousand percent. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. This is going to be our special, like, Christmas launch. Okay. <laughs> Christmas drop. Because who real. doesn't want to wear a shirt with ghosts on your boobs for Christmas? We're, I do. <laughs> I always, I'm wearing one of our shirts right now. See something, Sage? Something. Oh, I didn't even see. Wow. I love this one. I, think I do this like is, that one. This is my most worn, aside from the Bigfoot yeah, one. I was going to say, Bigfoot's my most worn. Bigfoot, I have in a long sleeve. This is a, a t-shirt, so I think I wear it a little mm. bit more. But with the colder weather, Bigfoot is my boyfriend. It's going to be my number one. Pick. I wear Bigfoot as my boyfriend because I have like the crop top. I wear it to Orange Theory all the time. <laughs> and I, I, no one said anything to me yet, but I'm waiting for someone to be like, wait, what? We should do one where it's just like hairy hands holding your boobs. You know how like people oh my God. have the shirts with, like boobies, <gasps> but we'll just have like Bigfoot hairy Wow. Hands hairy holding hands your holding your boobs. Wow. Or maybe like little fingers like hold, just, just, <laughs> just touching the nips. Just long. Oh man, I love it. I, now I want like a bathing suit made out of hairy hands. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Can we design bathing suits now? Can we have a so now we're gonna have a bathing suit line. <laughs> this is two girls, many companies, many ideas that never actually that never out, happened. To be real, yeah. But our podcast brings all the ghosts to the yard is definitely gonna happen. Yeah, that's that a fun to. one. I like it. I okay. want it. I want some more of it. Copyright. <laughs> yeah. T M. Copyright. Okay, this is from our listener, Ellie, and it's called, Your Podcast Ghost Might Have Paid Me a Little Visit During Finals Week. Howdy doody, gals. I want to say congrats on your first live show at Hollywood Improv. Honored I got to go. My cousin got us tickets for Christmas, and I'm writing this the day after. You guys did amazing, and I had so much fun. We also ordered the mac and cheese after Corinne mentioned it, and it was one of the best mac and cheese I've ever had. You totally missed out, Corinne. You should have eaten it. I remember someone was sitting there eating it and it was so distracting. Oh, wait, that's so funny. She says, we were off in the back corner behind Sabrina. I think we were behind your boyfriend. Not sure. I was actually the one that yelled out, are you for real? When you started talking about the deaths from watching The Conjuring. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I didn't realize I had said it out loud until you responded. (laughs) I don't know what we said. We're probably like, yes. Oh, my gosh. For real. I love that. She says, again, big fan of the podcast. I sent another email with some stories back in November. And anywho, since then, I stopped listening for a while. And now I'm really behind. But that's only because of an experience I've had. And I'm not 100% sure if it was paranormal or not. But I thought I'd share anyway. So the car I currently have is a kind of beat up 2000 Honda Civic. It was originally my sister's car before me. 
And before that, it was owned by a coworker of my dad's that passed away about five years ago. The coworker was elderly and had been sick for a while. And when he passed away, his brother had to take care of dealing with all of his belongings and he didn't want the car. So he asked around my dad's work if anyone wanted it since it was still in good condition and didn't have too many miles on it. My dad being the kind of guy who he is, who loves to get everything as cheap as he can, got it from the brother and it became my sister's first car. It has been my car now for the past year and a half. Now, for as long as I've had Carl, that is what I name it, because Carl, I've had <laughs> no problems and I've never had any uncomfortable feelings. It's in fact pretty much my favorite place to be because it's my own little space. I commute to college, so I still live at home with my parents, and both my mom's and my dad's houses are pretty small. Whenever I just need some space, I either go for a long car ride or I just sit in my car by myself outside of the house. It wasn't until about a month ago, around the first week of December, that I ever felt uneasy in my car. I'd been listening to your podcast for a couple of months at this point, and a majority of the time I would listen to it would be on my drives to and from school since it's about an hour drive both ways depending on traffic. Now, maybe it's because I'd been stressed about finals and transfer apps or just letting my depression get the best of me at that point. I don't know. But for about a week, I was pretty sure either my car was haunted or I was haunted. The first thing happened when I was in the kitchen with my mom at her house. We were just clearing up after dinner and talking and whatnot, and I don't remember what the conversation was, but I said a small joke, and then I heard my mom whisper something kind of under her breath, or so I thought. I didn't hear it, so I asked, what? And she said, what? I asked, no, what did you say? I didn't hear it. And she just gave me a little look and said that she didn't say anything. At first, I thought she was just messing with me because the whisper I heard sounded as if it came from the space in between me and her, so about a foot or two away from me, not from outside the window or in another part of the house. My mom assured me it was not her because I kept thinking she was still messing with me a little, but after a while, she said it really was not her, and I believed her because at that point, there wasn't any reason to continue the joke if it was. So I just kind of shrugged it off and didn't think anything of it. The next night, I was hanging out with my friends, and we all went to hang out at my friend Alex's house, and I agreed to drive the others since parking is always tough to find at her house. At the end of the night, I dropped everyone off, and my last friend I dropped off lives about a three-minute drive from my own house. So about halfway home, maybe blocks away from being home, this sudden and overwhelming feeling hits me. And it felt as though there was someone sitting directly behind me. I kept peeking at the rearview mirror every couple of seconds, despite my brain telling me not to, but I didn't see anything. But that feeling was still there. And it was an intense and sudden feeling. For the last few blocks that I drove, I had my body pushed up against the steering wheel because I was too scared to sit back against the seat. By the time I was turning my car into my driveway, I already had my seatbelt off, my hands on the keys, and my door open, and I zoomed out of there and onto the front porch. I stood there for a few seconds, just thinking like, what in the hell was that? It had really thrown me off because I had never felt anything like that before while I was alone in my car. Even at night, and the feeling just happened halfway, suddenly through the car ride, and not at the beginning. Before I opened the door... I just said quietly out loud that if there was anything there to please not follow me inside and that I did not give it permission to be in my house as sort of a precaution just in case there was something. And that was that. Three days later, I was helping my mom move some boxes and we were standing outside by our cars talking before I was going to head out. 
Up to that point, nothing had happened, but that feeling was still there every time I got into my car, but not as intensely as it had been the first night. It was more of a lingering feeling. As we were talking, the headlights started to blink without me touching the keys. I didn't think much of it because it just does that sometimes. But then the lights blinked again a few seconds later, and it never does it more than once. So that freaked me out a little. But I think it might have just been me overthinking it. And nevertheless, my mom, who is one of those strict Catholics, gave me one of her medallion necklaces that's been blessed by a priest in order to get me to stop freaking out. She wasn't convinced that there was anything. The next day, I had a final, and I got to school early in order to go to the library for a few hours before my test and study. When I got to school, I set an alarm and took a quick nap in my car. I just leaned on the driver's seat back, and I put my scarf over my head in order to block the light. When my alarm went off, I just hit snooze out of habit and tried to fall back asleep. Not even 10 seconds later, I felt five distinct taps on the top of my head. And they weren't like feather taps. It was like someone knocking on my head with their finger. My brain only half registered it, and I thought it was the seatbelt hitting my head because sometimes when a car passes by in a parking lot in the higher levels, it shakes the car a little. But I peeked my eye out from under the scarf, and I could see the seatbelt in front of me. I looked behind me and there was nothing near my head that could have tapped me and the back window was rolled up so it wasn't anything from outside. And then I realized no cars had passed by either. So it hadn't been another car shaking my car. I slowly sat up and said out loud, okay, I got the message. I'll go do my studying now. And I got my stuff (laughs) and left. By the time I was out of the parking lot, I was already looking up psychics on Yelp. When I texted my sister and parents about it, the response was just kind of, oh, okay, and they thought I was being overdramatic. Then I remembered that my cousin, the one who actually got me tickets to your show, believes in this stuff because she's had experiences of her own and is a little bit more in tune with this stuff and also loves listening to paranormal and true crime podcasts like me. So I texted her, and she said to stop by her house after class because she had just gotten some sage and was willing to sage my car. I went to her house after class and told her everything that had happened. We had some wine and burned some sage. It was a fun time. So we think it could be anything from the coworker that passed away. Maybe he dropped by or maybe your ghost decided to pay me a little visit since I'd been binging your podcast so much in the car. Or it was just my poor mental state getting the best of me at the time. Who's to say? But whatever it was, I think the sage worked because I haven't felt anything since then, both in the car and in general. I mean, I was still on edge personally and just kind of freaking myself out for no reason for a few days after. Like, I walked backwards into a light in my room and screamed. So there's that. But other than that, nothing else has happened. I finally feel like I can comfortably listen to your podcast in my car again. So I'm getting caught up. Keep up the good work and stay spooky, Ellie. Wow. Okay. I mean, she was physically touched. She was tapped on top of the head. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like weird vibration thinking that she's feeling some energy she was tapped she was multiple times and for the energy that she felt like when it first started it was very clearly a feeling of someone behind you which is not an easy to mistake feeling like that Mm -hmm. is a very clear specific type of feeling and then the fact that that feeling lingered for weeks afterwards I am curious if she was listening to our podcast when that feeling started. And when did this happen in relation – how long after being at the Hollywood Improv? I think it started before because this email she sent the day after the show. Oh. Because I was like, what if she caught a ghost? (laughs) It was haunted. (laughs) We sent her home with our ghost. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it does kind of sound protective though. 
Like I know that first, maybe the first time it was like unsettling, but the way that it tapped on her head when she was trying to snooze her alarm and she was Mm -hmm. going to study before a test, like that does feel helpful and guiding. Mm -hmm. Or again, maybe it is another one of those scenarios where the knowledge or like just the few moments of her reacting to that and going home and whatever saved her from something else. What if the presence only came because some spirit knew, was Mm. all-knowing and knew what was to come and then was just waiting for the moment that they were trying to step in and save Ellie from something? Oh. I don't know. I just like to think of them as all saviors. Uh, Yeah, until they're not. Until they're not. Until they're terrifying and want to – Crawling up the walls. Suck your soul out of your body and take over your body and become you and be evil. Was it an Encounters episode that we were talking about? Or were you – oh, you were just talking about it. Last episode where you had gone to a bachelorette and one of the girls on the bachelorette trip was talking about how the place that she works would have little handprints Uh on top of like an unreachable area. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. So creepy. So creepy. Spirits are creepy. They I really guess. are. And sometimes no they, offense, no they offense, don't spirits. mean to be. We're not always. Like, sometimes they do. Tantrum. Tantrum. Sorry. All the ghosts are going to freak out right now. All of your podcasts are going to go out. Something weird is going to happen to everyone right I now. Know. Ghosts, we love you. We do. We love you. We're so glad you're here. We are happy you're listening. And you are the main contributors to helping us achieve the title of Most Haunted Podcast but in America. Only positive light welcome here. We are a safe yes. space, not a dark space. Exactly. Okay. This is from Annalise. It says, hi, ladies. I believe you have made me haunted. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to the episode Sympathy for Satan before falling asleep. I had a terrible dream about demons all night. The next morning, I put my three-month-old down to play on his mat. And while I went to make coffee for this tired mama, (laughs) as I walked past my pantry, I was pushed. I fell backwards into the pantry door and I sat there scared to death. I told my fiance, who doesn't believe in the supernatural, about it that night, and he looked at me with fear in his eyes. He told me that something had grabbed his foot as he went to walk the dogs that morning. He tried to write it off, but he couldn't any longer. A couple days later, I was having a really rough day postpartum. I was in the closet crying, and my fiance came in to cheer me up, and as we sat and talked, I saw a black figure in the mirror behind him. I don't know what we managed to conjure up, but I'm a little scared. Any advice for me? I don't necessarily feel scared by this presence, but they did make a contact with both of us physically. Yeah, that's like intense contact too. Yeah. Pushing and grabbing an ankle and yeah, this is not a good spirit. We don't want it around you. No, and I think that this is a really good example of you're supposed to clear your space and clear the energy whenever there's a change in your life. That change could be a new job, the loss of a job, a dog, a new person moves in, having a baby. And so I think, you know, maybe (laughs) listening to our podcast, (laughs) listening to our podcast, maybe this was something that happened kind of, there was already something there, a presence there, and it just felt stronger or more aggressive now that there was another member living in the family. I'm not sure. Although it does seem super connected to the fact that she listened to a demonic episode the night before. Right. And then had, you know, was riddled by nightmares with it the whole night. And it's kind of like because she was so terrified of it, she conjured it up, which 
this is like something, I mean, kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. Like, is our podcast actually haunted or do we, by people listening to it constantly, does it open people up to things? And I do feel like there's a combination where mm-hmm. darker entities like to prey upon people who are terrified of them. So like if Annalise spent the night terrified of them, did something pick up on that energy and was like, this is a good target. Right. And the other thing too is like, I would love to think that this thing was just laying dormant. And by listening to the episode, maybe we said something that angered it in the episode. Mm. But I I really don't think that there's just a dark presence that's just chilling and like living its life away from you. I think, you know, and it makes itself obvious when it comes in. And this might be one of those moments. You know what I'm realizing? What? Our podcast is kind of like the ring. Like, listen to this podcast and you'll get haunted. (laughs) You'll get haunted. Honestly, everybody should tell all of the – well, I don't want to make other people haunted out there. But I feel like this is a good podcast for skeptics Mm. because for the most part, people experiencing these hauntings after listening to our episodes, it's not anything – for the most part, it's not yeah. anything like too wild. It's some technical glitches. It's some cold air and whatnot. I mean, so maybe this is like haunted light, like a good introduction into the paranormal world yeah. for skeptics out there. Except for poor Annalise and her husband who are getting physically touched and pushed that. and grabbed. I don't – okay, that email was sent in 2020, so almost a year ago. It was sent in October. So mm-hmm. we had to follow up because – it's been almost a year. Right. I hope, I hope to goodness, to good and positivity that nothing more has happened. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm going to read the last four from the Facebook group. Woo. Okay, this one is interesting. This is from Lupe. She says, the podcast won't play if I'm in my house. At first, I thought it was just Spotify, but it would play music and other podcasts just fine. Just not Two Girls, One Ghost. I tried it on Apple and the same thing happens. It will just shut off. Maybe the ghosts inside are afraid of ghost stories and they just don't want to hear Yeah, or there is something lurking. Something is lingering in the house that if she listens in the home, it will awaken it. And so our ghost is being helpful being like only listen in the car or somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Maybe it's trying to avoid the curse of the podcast. Yeah. Or it's like a family member who's like, I don't want you listening to this. Don't yeah. open yourself up to the dark stuff. We don't stuff. need this. We don't I'm need this. I'm just trying to be here in peace. Yeah. Why are we getting spooked all the time? <laughs> okay. The next one is from Chrissy who said on 3.30, I was listening to the conspiracy theory episode and In the middle of the episode, a cardinal hit my windshield and scared the shit out of me. All right. Well, that makes me sad. (laughs) Well, do you remember – I think someone had Instagram messaged us this years ago. When they were listening to Dominus, episode 12, they were driving and got like a really eerie feeling and all of a sudden like hit a deer or like a deer like ran into their car. Oh, and they went off – didn't they go off the road? Yeah, they like swerved and like it was like truly terrifying and it was like late at night – or yeah, it might have been I a mean, bird. It might have been a bird, another bird. A bird flew into the windshield. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I vaguely remember that too. I, I mean, I guess that's an interesting thing to talk about though is when we talk about loved ones who passed over, oftentimes we talk about like the birds or the animals they show up as, as a symbol or, mm-hmm. or just a way to interact with you in a nice and calm way. But if loving spirits can do that, that means other spirits, any spirit, any spirit can, do can also manipulate an animal and potentially take over. Ugh. I mean, we're animals. People get possessed. That's true. I believe that. 
Okay, this is another one from listening to Dominus. This is from Cassie, who said, when I listened to the Dominus episode the first time, I love that that means that Cassie's listened multiple times. (laughs) I kept getting the feeling that I was being watched. And my phone battery was dying really fast, like not normal fast. It had been at over 80%, and by halfway through, with my phone locked, it dropped below 20%. So I ran to my car in the garage to get the charger and saw a black figure behind me in the reflection of the car window. Needless to say, I got the hell out of there, turned on Shit's Creek, and saged the shit out of my house until the bad feeling passed. I mean, good. See, this is... This is the thing that I don't like. Like, it's one thing to have glitches and it's like kind of a fun thing for us to hear about, but it's just when it's negative energy, it makes me a bit upset that mm-hmm. we don't want there's that. There's potential for us to be at blame here. I know. I know. Okay, one more. This is from Jerica. And they said, I think this was back in early 2019. I was listening to one of the stories and there was one that had marbles in it. I can't exactly remember the story, but something about a ghost and marbles. I don't know. Anyway, I was listening to it in my backyard alone. And when I got up to go back in the house, there was a marble on my driveway. I have no clue how it got there. There were no kids that lived nearby and there were no marbles in my house. Maybe a bird dropped it. I don't know. I was really creeped out though. (gasps) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I mean, that has to be a sign, whether it's someone she knows or just a spirit being like, this is my opportunity to let her know I'm near. That's a marble. I've I've never happened upon a random marble. A random marble. Like, they're not just like, maybe like when you are a kid and you have marbles and like, you know, one gets loose, but just for it to appear in your driveway. Yeah. That's like too coincidental. What a coincidence. Way too coincidental. Way too. Yes. That definitely, I feel like, was an easy sign. Like, someone was listening and they were like, oh, a marble? Easy enough for me to acquire <laughs> out of the phantom worlds where they have marbles aplenty. I do feel like ghosts have lots of marbles and pennies. Yes. There must be – it must be just like a – like craft services, you know? Like, you can just go and you can pick them up, use them as you please. It also does make me think, like, you know how there are certain things that just are so easy to lose? Like, bobby pins, pennies, marbles, socks – and, like, those things that just go missing from your house all the time. you're like, where did that go? Like, I swear I had it. I feel like they fall into this, like, paranormal plane. And that's how all the ghosts get access to it. Oh. Maybe they just, like, fall and dump somewhere. And that's when the crows go. You know how yeah. like, crows and ravens will collect items? Actually, I want to befriend a raven and encourage the raven to bring me beautiful stones and jewels and maybe loose money that's <laughs> fallen on the ground. Like oh a my true gosh. Treasure, treasure chest. Did you listen to the Ologies episode about, I can't remember if it was ravens or crows, but they I talk about so. both. It's really interesting. I think it was about crows, but they kind of talk about ravens because it's like, what's the difference between the two of them? But crows like have funerals for each other. Yes. I mean, and they're just so smart. Yeah. They recognize people. They'll help you if they like you. So you'll be the old lady in the woods with her garden and her crows. And I'll be oh, the old 100%. lady probably still – or maybe in a, like a mountain town with like a fireplace and a lot of books with tons of cats. Perfect. Great. I'll be Moira from Oh, crows my God. Eyes. You'll be uh, – <laughs> that's a good Halloween costume. Maybe I'll do that. You it's should. on my list because I – I mean, I know it's a little past. The season finale has already happened. But I did have to mourn the Shit's Creek 
final tour not happening because that yeah. is what I got my mom Aww. for her birthday last year. And then it had been postponed because of COVID. Yeah. And then the team at Schitt's Creek decided not to oh. continue with the tour and they canceled it. That is really sad. I understand, but I'm pretty bummed You're about allowed it. to be sad. I'm sad. So maybe I'll do it to show my love of crows and a glimpse into my future and then also mourn my opportunity to see the Schitt's Creek <laughs> cast in person. Good idea. Good idea. Okay, I have one. It is called Your Haunted Podcast Leads to a Spiritual Awakening. Ooh. Question mark. Hi, y'all. This is Olivia coming to you straight from good old burning right now, Wyoming. <laughs> I've been listening to you ladies for about a year, but I'm not fully caught up. Y'all make my shifts cleaning schools go so much faster. I used to listen when my husband and I had a paper route. That got sketchy. Anyway, <laughs> the reason <laughs> – I feel like there's more to that story, Olivia – The reason I'm writing is day before yesterday, I heard your story on spirit animals, and I've been feeling kind of lost, doubtful, and needing guidance. When Sabrina said, speak it into the universe, I didn't think much of it, but I went outside and I spoke it out loud. I want to know my spirit guide. I need guidance. And then I finished my shift. Yesterday, the next day, I left work, normal day. I went home, talked to the fam bam for a minute, and the kids went to read before bed. I went outside to smoke a ciggy. I know, it is a horrible habit. Don't ever smoke, kids. And as I'm outside, I heard a scream slash cry sound, and it gets louder. And then I realize it's a cat. I said, what's that? To my husband. And he says, there's a cat stuck on the roof. I'm like, okay, which cat? Because there's a bunch in the neighborhood, and my mom, who lives next door, has two. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's just... Thea or Taz. Then I see this little kitty, maybe about eight or nine months old, peer over the edge of the roof. And now that's not what my mom's cat looks like. So I thought that maybe it was the neighbor's tabby. We got the flashlight and I realized that it's not a cat that we've seen before. This cat was white and off-white and it was adorable, but still stuck on the roof. We tried coaxing it down with this makeshift ramp, but it wasn't coming. So my husband stood on the railing to the porch and my daughter held a flashlight and I held the ramp. While he tried to find the cat with his hands, it took a while and my husband was perched in not the best spot. So it felt like a long time before he finally got close enough to grab the cat. Y'all, when this cat came down, it was the most gorgeous thing (laughs) I had ever seen but you could tell it was hungry. I had my daughter run inside and get some food for it. And as she was getting it, the cat went to take off. I shook the little plastic bowl and it came back. Oh my God. I set the bowl down and I let the cat eat. Kind of my apology for this poor thing being stuck on my roof and me not knowing for like an hour. The cat was gorgeous. It was white, but the tail looked Siamese. Oh, like Leia. Like Leia. And it had some off-white tabby looking marks going halfway up its body and then a more orangey tabby looking mark on the top of its head and some darker, like almost black markings that ran along its forehead and up both ears like horns. It was so cute. My kids begged me to keep it and I said that we would see what the cat wanted to do. I went to tuck them into bed and when I got back, the cat was gone. I've never seen that cat before and I probably will never see it again, but I think I got the message. It gave me warm, fuzzy feelings inside and made me feel like there is some sort of method to the madness that I've been living lately. Thank you for showing me the way, lol, and thank you so much for your podcast and keep up the great work. I love you guys. See you on the other side, Olivia. Oh, I wish you kept the cat. Okay, no, but it will come. I feel like if it is your spirit guide, it will come back. Right. Giving uh, her the, the feeling of a purpose, the yeah. feeling of something to do, which was to rescue this cat, and then being embraced by this, like, 
love and warmth and knowing that there is something and that she can ask for things and receive things, that the universe is listening to her. Wow, I love that. This was a good end result of listening to the podcast. It really, yes, this is a great story. This is a positive experience. But that's more Sabrina, of like you triggered it. You said speak I know it into the universe. And it's she funny. And she did it when you were saying that. I was like, I've tried that and it doesn't work for me. <laughs> I'm glad it works for other people. Manifestations. I know. Maybe I just need to be in a more meditative space when I manifest. Right? I'm gonna work I feel on like that. Sometimes my manifestation comes from selfishness. Like there's certain moments where I just feel so overwhelmed, and I'm like, can I just have this? Can this just happen to me? Can this just find me? And it's not positively. It's not set yeah. up in a positive manner. And so the universe is like, no, you can't have that. You can't have it right now because it's no, not Corinne. what you should have. You don't deserve that right now. Your energy. <laughs> I need a more receiving energy right now. Exactly. We'll work on it. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. I have a story from Megan, and it's called Only When I Listen to TGOG. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I want to start off by saying I love the podcast. You girls have amazing chemistry, and you can truly tell you are just two friends sharing ghost stories. Uh, we're two witches sharing ghost stories. Yeah, we've graduated this episode. <gasps> we're no longer friends, we're witches. <laughs> you can only be one or the other. I was just catching up on podcasts and I hear the siren call that other listeners have supernatural encounters while listening. Boy, do I have a story for you. This morning, I was listening to your podcast while I was out in my pool yard tending to the pool. I started to feel as if there was something watching me, and I look up from the pool to the patio door to see if my nine-month-old puppy, Poppy, was sitting there watching me as she usually does, but she wasn't. The feeling of someone watching me grew even stronger and more intense, and all of a sudden, the crickets stopped chirping, the air grew heavy, and I felt a cold chill pass through me. Now, to give some background, I am very sensitive to spirits, and this cold chill usually happens to me when someone is trying to communicate. I paused the podcast, and the chirping came back. The air felt lighter, and that kind of scary feeling went away. I went about my business with the podcast off for a while, but ultimately I turned it back on, and now this is where it gets extra spooky. As soon as I settled back into listening to the podcast, I heard a pound on the patio door. It startled me and made me jump up in fear. I looked and nothing was there. I went over to the door to examine and maybe see if Poppy, being the crazy puppy she is, ran at it because that wouldn't have been the first time she's done it. When I got up to the door, I could see Poppy sitting on the couch staring in the opposite direction of where I was. I tapped on the glass to see if I could break her gaze, and I couldn't. In that moment, the air grew thick again. My breathing started to labor, and I felt like I couldn't get a word out. I stood there paralyzed, I could tell that whatever was there was in my house and was looking at me from on the other side of the glass door. (gasps) Oh my God. What, Sabrina? You just, you went, (gasps) but in my audio, I went, (gasps) and it like did it three times. Like I can't even repeat how it was. It was three. It was like overlapping. I think I did it twice. I think I like, maybe I just did it weird. No, I mean, we'll have to listen back. It sounded like, an overlapping, like it started Ew. from the beginning again, and it was like a little cut. Oh, I just feel like the two other demons inside of me are contributing. Ah. Everyone's like wincing at the story. Okay. I mustered up all of my courage and opened up the patio door and yelled, get out of my house. 
In that moment, the curtains started to move as if a gust of wind came through them, but all of the (laughs) windows were closed. I just stood there shocked, and Poppy came over to me as she does when something startles her. I started to pet her and ultimately paused the podcast for good. Just to give you some context into what episode I was listening to, it was the one about La Llorona. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and I was tending to my pool as you ghostesses were saying her name, and I'm also very newly pregnant. Could she have been coming for my unborn baby? I guess we will never know, but you bet I saved the crap out of my house and said a little prayer for my little bean. Love the podcast and absolutely love you both. Until we meet on the other side, lots of love, Megan. <laughs> Why are there so many bad experiences in this? I don't know. I thought we were going to just have this collection of like, ha, ha, here's a glitch. It never works, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, to be fair, I probably we also are drawn towards stories that have more intense, we're darker things. <laughs> so we probably did select the darker ones. And I think also people are more inclined to email us when it's something super intense that like really shocks them. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Everybody needs to cleanse their space. Yeah. Do some positive affirmations. Tell your ghosts right now that are listening alongside of you to this podcast to not spook you, to respect boundaries, to not be scary and like demonic like. And hopefully it will be okay. (laughs) Fingers crossed. I mean, Megan banished it from her house. So it sounds like it was gone. Good riddance from then. So. Just be prepared. I think that's the biggest thing is like, one, you know, only open yourself up to positivity, hopefully. But also if something dark does come while listening to our podcast or in any avenue in your life, the best thing you can do is know how to get rid of it and be prepared. And I know that you can't always get rid of things, but standing your ground and claiming your space is a huge part of it. Right. Yes. I just cannot believe like the La Llorona thing is freaking me out because she's pregnant. Her little dog Poppy is witnessing this. It's like she's La by the pool on the other side of the glass, like by the uh. pool watching, just waiting for her to give birth. <laughs> it is so, so scary. So scary. I hate it. Oh my it. gosh, Megan. I'm sorry, but I'm glad that everything seems to be okay. Yeah, since then. Okay. Well, I have one to end us on. This is from Hannah. It's called The Ghost of My House Likes Your Podcast. Ooh, okay, this is good. Yes, we're well-received in the ghost community sometimes. Sometimes. Hi, girls and ghost. (laughs) I love your podcast and find it so interesting how many people have weird things happen while listening to it. You definitely have the most haunted podcast. (laughs) So I wanted to share my experience with you. A little backstory. My current apartment is definitely haunted. I live on the second floor of a duplex with one neighbor in the first floor, and we share a basement. The basement creeps me the fuck out. I've heard growls, had the laundry machine door slam shut on me. I've seen things move out of the corner of my eye. No thanks. Nope. I've also had a lot of experiences on the second floor where I actually live. Not long after moving in, I started to hear the floor creak right outside of my bedroom door at night, like someone would stand there shifting their weight. (gasps) Since it was a pretty old building and I wasn't used to it yet, I just assumed it's the house settling. But then I started to hear a voice outside my door. It was always in the morning, a few minutes before my alarm. It was a soft, gentle male voice. And at first, all it would say was, hey, hey, like it was calmly trying to get my attention. But I would hear it clear as day and it would actually wake me up. And of course, nobody would actually be there. After living there for a while, it started using my name saying, hey, hey, Hannah. 
Other things that would happen include the light in the stairwell always getting turned on, even though I always turned it off when I got up to my apartment and my downstairs neighbor would have no reason to use the stairs since the only place it led to was my apartment door. There was a separate staircase that went to the basement. Also, as I was leaving one day, I was making sure my apartment door was locked when I felt someone tap on my shoulder. I turned around and of course, nobody was there. But I looked down and I saw a pair of shoes that I forgot that I left outside of my door. I didn't want to bring them in because they were dirty. If I had taken a step backwards without looking, I probably would have tripped over them and fallen down the stairs. Despite all of these, I never felt scared, especially compared to how I feel in the basement. Whenever anything happens upstairs, I always just had a, well, that's kind of weird reaction. And now the bit that involves you guys. I was washing dishes, listening to your podcast. Sorry, I don't remember which episode. And one of you said something along the lines of, if the spirit doesn't hurt you and you don't have any negative feelings, you don't have anything to be worried about, right? And right behind me, while I was alone in the kitchen, I heard a male voice confidently say, right, like he was agreeing with what you just said on the podcast. I definitely jumped. I looked around. My whole apartment was empty and I rewound the episode to see if it was actually on the podcast. And of course it was not. I said aloud, please don't do that. It startles me. And ever since, most of the activity upstairs has stopped. Occasionally I'll hear, hey Hannah, in the morning if I'm sleeping in too late and the lights still get turned on sometimes. But I've decided that he's just being helpful, making sure I'm up on time and that I'm not going to fall down the stairs. I also like to think he's keeping the bad spirits in the basement from following me upstairs. Plus, this ghost has great tastes in podcasts. I'm sure he listens to all of your episodes with me. Stay spooky, Hannah. Wow. Hi, Hannah's ghost. Love Hannah's ghost. I know. What a guy. What a guy. It is interesting. It does feel like he's gotten stronger or more comfortable around Hannah since their time together, you know, since the beginning. Right. Which makes me wonder, is he like gaining energy and being able to do more stuff around her? Or is it just that he's, like you said, like becoming more comfortable? Like he was testing out the waters, trying to see, you know, what sort of interactions she would be okay with, how much he can involve himself or expose himself to her. That sounded weird. Yeah, not in that way. (laughs) Not like John Lafitte's bar. Oh my gosh, no thank you. None of that, please. No, but he sounds, I mean, he sounds like a good guy. He's he's keeping her from going backwards down the stairs. And you know what? I bet he truly is the protector of the apartment and that space. If you think about how much negativity and how aggressive the thing is in the basement with like shoving her and closing things on her, like it just seems like it would be able to migrate up. I completely agree. He's keeping the calm. We like him. I want to know more about him. I want to know his name. Me too. I want to know why he's there. Maybe it's just Hannah's guardian. But it does seem like he belongs to the house. Right. It seems like he came with the apartment, especially because yeah. he was pretty much there from the get-go. Correct. And she just didn't recognize it. Well, I'm yeah. sure she did, but she was telling herself. That it wasn't. That yeah. it was not. <laughs> it was just the house. Yeah. I'm curious what the first floor neighbor has experienced because mm. it, does he also protect the first floor? He's just keeping this thing in the basement from Ooh. everybody else. Or Hannah, talk to your neighbor. on the first floor, yeah, thinking that this is like a crazy, scary, haunted place to live in. I want to know. You gotta ask your landlord to get you a washer dryer upstairs. See, it's haunted downstairs. I can't go down there. I gotta stay up here with this guy. Yeah, stay up here. Maybe he'll do your laundry. Oh my God, he (gasps) seems like the type that would. Oh my God, fun. 
He's such a helpful spirit. That is a helpful spirit. I would love that. Man. All right. Well, <laughs> well, thank you for still listening to our podcast. <laughs> yes. We appreciate that everybody's Some of you. here. We hope we didn't scare anybody away from continuing to listen. Yeah. No, there are plenty of good experiences. Here's the thing. You already listened. So what's done? Yeah. Done, what harm is it to continue on? <laughs> the spirits already know. They've been The awakened. spirits already know who you are. We've already told them. And so, yeah. So it's too late for you. <laughs> so only if you, you know, we tell the spirits not to haunt you if you write us an iTunes review. So um, I don't know. <laughs> If you want to take that into consideration. Yeah, actually, truly, that's really helpful for our podcast. And now that spooky season's coming around the corner and it's our time to shine, it would be extra helpful if anyone just right now, as I'm talking, I'm over oh, yeah. talking click, right click, now. Click, click. You have time to yeah, click, 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 click. And I swear to God, if the ghost interferes and shuts people's apps down while they're trying to root and review. Oh, that's rude. We have a bone to pick with you. Yeah, don't do that. You can also send us your encounters if you've experienced a haunting while listening to our podcast or any haunting at all. Send them to us at two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com. We have social media. You can join our Facebook group. We have Instagram. We have Twitter, TikTok, all the things you can interact with us on there. All the things. We also have merchandise. So if you're looking for some spooky swag or some good gifts for your fellow ghost-loving friends, you can check out our store. If you go to our website, twogirlsoneghostpodcast.com, you can find our merch store there. And you can also find our Patreon info there and donate Mm -hmm. to our Patreon if you feel so inclined. And if anyone wants to help design our podcast Brings the Ghosts to the Yard, please email us because we would love to design with our listeners. Yes. Please do. And we want to say thank you to Aiden Manning and the rest of the Upfire Digital team for helping us cut out bathroom breaks and many <laughs> fumbles. I probably – if you listen to the uncut version of this episode, I said pretty much every sentence five times over because I couldn't read tonight. So. <laughs> it was thank not you. bad. Mm, but yes, Aiden, bad. you're great. And we will see you on the – other side. Very smooth.